This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The most famous goal of Chris Billy's life. Is this the moment for Lee Fowler? It is. Take your place in Division 2, Huddersfield Town. Champion Steve Simonson's boots now. He's missed. Steve Simonson clears the frame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Huddersfield Town are promoted. Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! Hello and welcome to episode 69 of the Andy Takes That Chance podcast. Again, we're live and bringing you all the nils. On the last two games uh, with you today is Richard Kozik Kozmala, Brady Frost, uh, Simon Copland, and, uh, and me, Matt Shaw. Uh, this episode is always sponsored by Magic Rock Brewing. Uh, Magic Rock currently doing uh, free delivery on all orders over £40 at the minute. So uh, if you head to the shop at Magic, Ru- uh, Magic Rock Brewing.com, uh, there's some deals and some, some great stuff that you can get involved with there so uh so guys welcome to uh episode 69 uh ironically not the most sexy uh podcast after uh two nil nil draws um who wants to kick us off maybe with preston uh cozzy how about how about we jump in with you mate i think i said enough last night on radio leads again a bit of stick for that but yeah i just i've always liked to watch a game of football i want to see us try and win i think who dares wins i've always liked uh you know kind of attacking minded football and we didn't didn't think we saw that on Saturday. I just felt we looked at the league table. Instead, I looked at the form, looked where we played at Birmingham. And to me, it was a big step backwards. But obviously, people will be shouting, well, it's a point against a good side. But no, they were poor. After 10, 15 minutes, they were there for the tech-in. But unfortunately, we don't pick as best team. And we'll probably come on to it tonight where we start with Pritchard, who's, you know, what can I say? But Smith Rowe comes on too late then. And... Uh, Tonight we saw, you know, Smith Rowe leading Red in a merry dance, and then we take him off, ready for Friday, and then the game goes down the pan. So to me, missed opportunity, I think, 
but we might be all right because obviously the other teams are stumbling about like drunks uh, back in these pubs that opened on Saturday. And uh, yeah, it were, but it made it made it look better, didn't it? Obviously, the results on Sunday, what we saw with Borough getting beat and Hull. But yeah, other still town are at home. I want to see other still town trying to win again. How about you, Brady? How did you uh, how did you find the game? Because we're, we're very cautious of uh, Brady's internet connection keeps, keeps dropping uh, and out, so we'll, match, uh, I think... we'll bring you in, mate. Shades of Mick McCarthy in Japan 2002. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, guys. <laughs> I'll, I will try and fix it. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I the Preston match, um, I thought Preston didn't really come to get anything. Um, I think, as we've, I'm sure we'll go on to talk about the Reading game, I think we really struggle to break, break teams down that don't really give it a go. Um, yeah, I, I, it was a boring game. You know, I suppose the only positive we can say is it's, um, we didn't, you know, it's a point gained and uh, yeah, you know, we're just picking up points. I don't think we're lacking, I think we're lacking in terms of incision. We don't seem to be making a lot of chances, but at the same time, I don't think we're giving away too many clear cut chances. So um yeah, you know, we'll just we'll just see how it goes. But uh, not not uh one of the highlights of the season. Tell you what, Brady, I, one thing I didn't get Preston were going for a top six or other not. I mean, I know they've I don't know they're in and outs of week and week out football, but Scott Sinclair and Stockley, you know, to stay on the bench for eight till eighty three minutes, I couldn't believe what they were doing. They were so bad. Why weren't they going for it? Are they giving up on the top six and not bothered? It was a strange performance from Preston. Mm. I thought they started the first 10 minutes quite well, but after that, I, I was quite shocked me. I really expected, I know they're out of form, but there was nothing there from them. That's why I was frustrated that I thought were two points lost for us. How about you, Sai? What, what do you think about that? Yeah, I thought it was a, a decent point to manage against Preston. Preston... I think if you look at it, the results around us, I think made it a better point than maybe what it was on the field, if you like. Uh, I thought Trevor Chaloba uh, put a decent performance in at right back. I thought we saw a different option there. I thought he was he carried the ball out well. He, he defended well and he's, he's helped make the back four look a bit more solid. Christopher Schindler back to form, which is which is great to see as well. Uh, and uh, John Gorant Stankovic in tonight, he's, he's made a few fleeting performances Uh and again, he's he's shown that you know he might be moving to Sturm Graz, but he's still he's still here and he's still putting hundred percent effort in, which uh, which is only a good thing really for um, for the squad. Um, the thing mm. that uh, I was interested in, Brady, you did an interview did with North End uh, kind of fans, scene, and they were really downbeat, really depressed. Said we had nothing lot to play for play against. So I was really optimistic that we'd like take it to them, but we didn't. And I just think. It, Obviously, time will tell, and I still think, you know, I think we'll stay open, what have you, but it, I just, I want to see us. Bit of a missed opportunity to. It could be, and I could be talking a lot of nonsense, probably people shouting at me at the screen now, but it is, I just, I thought we'd have a real go at Preston, and we didn't, and what can I say? It's, uh, it'll probably look a good point, I'm sure, in the next couple of weeks, but it's, uh, yeah, I, I just hope we're not getting into it. I'm not, we're not getting into it. I mean, again, it totally could be at the wrong end of the sticky. I just don't, we're not at the old Wagner v Tottenham situation where Leeds United, Cowley, we went there, we got his fingers burned and now I'm going to rein it in against a, a good side 
But it is, I might be being harsh and talking out my backside, but it's just one game, isn't it? But I just thought we should have should have done more, guys. But obviously, it'll look a good point, hopefully, uh, in a week's or two time. Yeah, so um, probably move on from uh, from Preston there, because you, you've, I think you fancied doing a a bit of a, a section, did you, on, on that? But I'm just wondering if you can remember any sort of other other games which were as 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 tough a watch maybe i remember a, a game in the 90s which was um town nil port i think was it there was a nil nil i think against tranmere under steve bruce which was an absolute shocker and the stoke game earlier this season as well was uh, was a real tough a tough one as well but any any games that stand out and i think you you uh, you wanted maybe a couple of danger moments in there didn't you yeah i've got nothing prepared to be honest with you but it's uh, yeah it's it's a tough one. I think the, the thing that we'll probably discuss in a minute of Reading, and I, I really got to try and part this, but I can't. My mind would just wants to look ahead to next season. I'm looking, do I have to just forget about next season and we have to stay up at all costs? Because I sense with some of the tweets and some of the, the messages, it's like people are really happy with the, like kind of the point tonight and the point. on. It's almost like we'll just get over the line. However we do it, let's stumble over the line and then we go again. And maybe they're right, mate, because we'll... You know, I was just thinking about it today when we were watching the game. There's, there's probably only two or three people out of that lineup tonight that I'd, I would say it's maybe guaranteed to start is in September when they're staying. Uh, you're probably looking at Toffolo, Hogg. I've got a feeling Schindler. I mean, again, this is just on my own opinion. I've got a feeling Schindler won't be around next season. Well, Mooney, I hope so, but there's no guarantees. There's, there's, there's not much at the moment, I would say, to kind of build on it. Coupled with that, with the kind of tough football to watch, I'm I'm struggling a little bit at the moment with town. But but do I just have to think? Forget it. Let's get over the line, and then in August we're going to go and sign a lot of players or bring some young ones in. I, I'm just I'm struggling a bit with it all. Mm. So I think we've had a few sound issues on the line, which should be fixed now, Simon and Brady. I think your uh, your audio dropped off slightly when you reconnected back in, but we're uh, it's like we're, we should be all okay. over again. Yeah, <laughs> we should be okay now. Uh, right, so let's get some uh, some opinion that's uh, kind of come in. Um, <laughs> so Tweak says you're a beaming ray of sunshine tonight, Cosy, on there. But I think we're all a little bit after uh, after that one. Um, right, so uh, Pete Collins says Town letting down for a Yankee on Saturday. Three winners in Town, 224 quid. Got 51. It's better than nothing, mate. I think there. Uh, so tonight uh, we've got. Reading and again, I thought we started quite well today. I thought we there were some uh, some good passages of play, but it just kind of fell down in and around the box. There's a couple of chances to to get quality in the box, and Chris Willock kind of overhit a couple of crosses. Uh, Emil Smith Rowe looked very good first half, and you know we've mm-hmm. we've talked what about about what a good player Emil Smith Rowe is and how threatening he looked in certain areas. And I thought he played really well today. Uh, Mounier he, he was okay, carrying a bit of a knock. Um, but how about you guys? I thought that it was a, a relatively good start and the game just kind of petered out a little bit and Stephen Chicken tweeted a, a pretty good stat which said uh, it's the first time since 2001 Town have kept three successive clean sheets, um, which is which is not not a bad thing really. I know defending's not the the sexy thing to talk about, is it? And the clean sheets and the Did back Did we go four. down in 2001, Matt? Or is that all what's worth <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's gloss over that yeah. particular bit. Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> But yeah, so it's the first time we kept three successive clean sheets, which is not bad. So I think it's testament to uh, the the recovery from Christopher Schindler as well. He's you know we we uh, after Nottingham Forest, I think we all kind of said he's not really at it like he was before, but he's really turned it back around, which is great to see. And Harry Toffolo came in for some stick as well, and he again he's 
he's put some good performances in now. And um, I, I'm, I'm quite positive after two two draws. You know, it's not been great, not been great to watch. But sometimes I think the ends justify the means a little bit. And we, we're on the board. We've moved up a couple of places tonight as well. We're in 18th now. Uh, and you would probably say one or two wins and we're probably there. Uh, but how, how about you guys? How did you think the game went tonight? I know, again, it's another another t- tough watch at points but we'll, we'll go with you Brady while your internet connection's good how did you uh, how did you see how did you see it yeah I, I agree with you Matt I thought we started well um, I think I think that's the thing if we if we start well on the, if we go for it at the beginning it generally does look quite positive I thought Smith, uh, Emil Smith-Rowe was was great um, I can see why they took him off because obviously his master, but he was making you know some really direct runs and it, it was looking positive Um yeah, again, it's just, I think at the moment with town, the teams we're playing, it, it is kind of uh, a case of who, who gets the first goal or who, you know, I think if we get the first goal, we look comfortable. And I kind of showed that with Birmingham. But I think if we don't don't score, we kind of, I think, I don't know about you guys, but it kind of got to the 65th minute. And I know Cali got on some subs, but didn't really feel like, we were, it felt like we were happy with a point and, Obviously, we've talked about it, and we kind of just need this season to end, really, and you know, stay up. But um, yeah, there were some flashes, but I don't think we really created many chances. I mean, Reading didn't either, so I suppose that's the positive. Um, but yeah, it's just um, well, they've been, been tough watches. I didn't think we played bad, but um, I think a point was a fair result because I don't think any either of us looked like winning it. I think Town were the better team overall, but. I don't think you could say we did enough to deserve all three points, to be honest. How about you, Cozzy? Yeah, I mean, just to see Lossell messing about for about a minute and a half and the last goal kick of the game, moving it from one side to the other, shows you where we're at. You know, we're happy for the draw. I said earlier on that, I'm trying to be a bit downbeat, but as soon as Smith Rowe were hauled off for Pritchard, we knew we were pulling up the stumps on the wicket. I know the test match is back tomorrow. That was it, we were done. Uh, and then we went backwards and Reading kind of got back in the game as well. But I just, yeah, I thought it was similar to Birmingham, to be honest with you. I thought they were, I thought they were awful. They didn't have any energy. I was, I was shocked how many times when Reading kind of broke. They hardly had anyone forward. Nobody could be bothered to bust a goat to get forward. There were no options for them. And uh, yeah, I was just like, yeah, this is there for the taking. But good half hour from us. But after that, it kind of faded fast, didn't it? And uh yeah, I mean, we're slinging Quanner on and what have you the last five, ten minutes. And yeah, don't get me wrong, it's a good point, etc. But I just felt, again, this would have keep Smith Rowe until the end. Keep, you know, if you're right, Mulia's got knocked them, fair enough. But keep your best team out to the end. Let's try and win the game here. I keep hearing now about this blockbuster against Luton and massive game against Luton. It is, but it is for Luton. Why not try and get the three points tonight? And yeah, no, no, we did for an hour, but let's keep going for it. Give our fed up pedal to the floor, foot to the floor, try and get the three points tonight. It might be a good point. Obviously, this time next week, we'll, we'll have a better idea where we're going to be, but I just don't like it all piling on pressure games because, as we know, this little town at home in pressure games over the years, we've not delivered much, have we? So, But I, I, it's kind of weird. I, we watched the last five minutes of Luton and Barnsley and it was chaos. There were like big, not a brawl at the end, but they were, it were all going off after the final whistle. Nathan Jones lost, lost it nose to nose with the referee it sounded like they were really you know kind of up for it as well so yeah there's a big distance between us and Luton and I think even if they beat us 
famous last words. I don't see him overtaking us, but why why pile all the pressure on that? Let's try and win every game. Try and beat Preston. Try and beat Reading. I just think we do have a go, but then we're kind of happy for a point. And yeah, and I, I don't know what anyone else thought of Cowley's comments before the game on about integrity, questioning the integrity of the league now. We've I I mentioned this before with the restart where, you know, teams will they sack it off now, et cetera, et cetera. To me, the Reading were a team that had pulled up the stumps and you've just got to try and get your house in order, aren't you, yourself for that as well. You can only take responsibility for your own performances. But I do think it's got a point. Well, do you think I, Reading's, uh, re- Reading's result at the weekend maybe spooked us a little bit, that 5-0 that they got on Saturday? How weird was that result? It's incredible when you think about it because Luton were on a decent little trot and kind of were talking them up, to be honest with you, the way they played uh, yeah, kind of last game. I think, Cosy, I think it shows that the, the I think it's really difficult to sit here and uh, and suggest how the run on the legs um, or how this run affects the legs of the players that we're seeing because we're seeing quite a lot of the same players playing Saturday midweek and we've got another one Friday again and you know Christopher Schindler you know has played every minute this season you know how are his legs feeling he's not played for three months and all of a sudden you're playing every other you know sort of every three days to cram all these fixtures in and it must take it out of you you know uh, especially physically and. I'm just wondering if what we're seeing is just gross inconsistency across the board because I don't think everybody's really sort of wanting to manage players properly. They're trying to, you know, trying to throw players in, trying to get the results. And I think what we're seeing is players, maybe uh, the fitness levels are, are all over the place. And, and I think we're just kind of seeing a really sort of strange, strange bunch of games. And I, I think we're heading in the right direction. I, you know, I'm, I'm quite happy with, with two points. I know it's not great. But again, I think the ends justify the means, if you like. I think today, you're right, Reading were there for the taking, especially first half. But one thing that Town have really struggled to do over the last three years is really score when on top. You know, we, we really struggle to punish teams, you know, uh, consistently. Uh, and I think once we'd had that little flurry where we're on top and we failed to score, we, we've had a lot of shots from distance. Uh, and Josh Quirk's messaged through and said that, you know, uh, when Carl and Grant's not particularly in the game, we don't look that threatening elsewhere. And there's probably a point, you know, there's, there's a point to that as well. Uh, do you think maybe people are sitting on Grant doubling up and then that's nullifying us elsewhere as well? Or do you think it maybe just is the, the fitness really? And I know it's draining, you know, talking about it's been a bit draining tonight. But do you think maybe it's just a case we're just seeing drained players, uh, Cosy Sai, on that one? Uh, I think it's a combination of all that, to be honest, Matt. Um, as you say, it's difficult to difficult to know truly what, um, how fatigued the players are after the kind of the number of games in in such close space to one another, but it's inevitable it's had some impact. Obviously, kind of that. Um, I won't say famous is the wrong word, but that kind of clip of Chris Lever in, in Germany, kind of um, uh, when he's interviewed by the kind of the, the German pundits, kind of uh, being quite um, annoyed and frustrated about the number of games that Dresden were asked to play in such a kind of short mm. time, and the same is true over here, really. Um, it's just kind of hope that town can manage it better than better, better than some other clubs. So Jack Fallow says it was an okay performance from town and a decent point looking at other results, but Reading were there for the taking. So pretty much along the lines of what you've said there, cause uh, we only forced their keep into one real save. Uh, one plus uh, was Chalobra at right back. Uh, I'd be interested to know what people thought of Chris Willock today. I think there was quite a lot of positivity. Uh, so let us know what you think in the, in the live chat on, on YouTube about Chris Willock. I thought there was, a lot of positivity, a lot of running, maybe a couple of fitness issues. And Would you try and sign him? Decision. Would you try and sign him? Me? Uh, I'd probably wait until as late as possible, I think. Uh, I think there's signs there that there's a good player, but I think there's also signs of uh, a player who kind of drifts a bit too much as well. Um, 
I think there's potential there. I think that's the thing. And whether it's a case of, well, we know everything's up in the air, don't we? With uh, with finances well, at the moment as well. How much do you think is worth Chris Work in today's market? One point three five, one. I think Benfica paid, but obviously now I, COVID I won't pay that. No, yeah. I'd, I'd take him on a free. Five uh, hundred grand. Less than maybe. Mil. It's difficult. It's, it's just it's difficult to know now, isn't it? With with the way everything is, and 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 if we're going to get anything to spend, um, I think there'll be some good options out there. So I'm not sure whether I would go all in just yet. I'll probably see where we are at the end of the. Personally, I think I'd see where we are after the last game and see what he's what he's done. It's kind of a bit on a knife edge, I think, at the minute. He's shown some good stuff. Bristol City at home, he was great. Um, today, I thought there were some plus points, some negative points, but there's there's potential there. And I think it's just, I would probably leave that as late as possible to to make that call, to be honest. there's It's definitely not a yes and it's definitely not a no. I've, I've sat on the fence a little bit there. But you guys? I thought, um, I thought he played well today. Um, he showed some flashes and he had some good link-up play with Smith Rowe, but... Um, he, he was, uh, I think he was you know, a bit knackered at the end and he should have come off a bit earlier. But yeah, I agree. I think, because um, I've seen a couple of comments in the chat about who you'd bring in, I think it's in the transfer window. It's it's tricky, isn't it? Because, um, well, one, we don't know what league we're going to be in for definite. But, um, obviously looking promising, fingers crossed. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think, it's, I think it's a tough one. I think Willock does have that potential, like you say, Matt. And... Um, I think in terms of attacking threat on the right wing, he's better than Kachunga in that sense. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it just depends what the options are out there. I think it's going to be a, a really weird window, to be honest. And um, yeah, I, I was going to ask on the other side, um, what did you guys think about um, Grant and Mounier today? Because obviously Mounier, first start, didn't really seem fit to me and he seemed a bit low in confidence. And I, I thought Grant was... Um, well, a bit greedy. I mean, obviously, he's scored the goals that have, uh, you know, <laughs> helped us out a lot. But, yeah, I was a bit disappointed. I don't think Grant's really been that on it since uh, football's return, to be honest. I was just going to say the same, Brady. You've stolen the words right there. Yeah, <laughs> Grant. Uh, yeah, I mean, there are kind of a few groups on what's happened. The Grant were getting kind of a bit of uh, a bit of stay. But, I mean, obviously, we mentioned before that playing out left is a different player than kind of up, up the middle. I have to say, I mean, I, I've always been a big champion of, of Grant and 20 goals that were forecasting and what have you. They might kind of sneak in there with his penalties and what have you. But at the moment, yeah, it's, uh, it's a struggle really for him. And uh, I was pleased to see Big Steve on. And hmm. I think Chris Powell uh, talked about it, didn't he, on the commentary kind of hold-up play, which, which gives you that probably no one else does on our kind of front line as well. But I think looking, looking in the crystal ball, though, we it's going to need such an overall, isn't it? It's going to need mm. such a change. I, I think I've got to go to sleep tonight and think, forget, forget how we play against Luton, Sheffield and Millwall, what have you. Even if we bought a button, get three jobs and we stay up. Because the other side of town that takes to the pitch on September, the, when is it the start? I think they, it's not been agreed, has it yet? But they say first week of September, whatever it is, mm. surely that's going to be radically different. It's got to be radically different to what is out there a day and that as well. I think it's going to be chalk. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. 
Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Cheese and then maybe you'll see Cowley Ball or whatever you call it these days when, because at the moment I don't see an identity with us and, but, but it's still put all costs in it so, and his players will probably don't want to be there and obviously Stankovic is playing, he doesn't, you can play for us next season. That's what you're in at the moment. There's not many clubs about who are playing players who's gone. I mean, Charlton, got, I mean, they've lost today, but been players, you know, other teams have been players often. But we're, yeah, it's a weird time. I, I just, it's a funny old time. I, sh- I should be putting, but I, I can't help but look ahead. And, but it's, what can you do? We need, it's, I want a team that's going to excite me, young, hungry players. And I think we'll get that. But, I think the big question is, will Cowley throw some of the academy lads in? Because it's proven that he's just not. Hmm. I'm expecting Town to make better use of the loan market next season than what we've done this this time round. Um, particularly last summer, um, Trevor obviously came in and kind of has done okay in that defensive midfield role at times, but hasn't really held down a starting position in, in way you'd expect. Um, you kind of compare it to obviously our kind of promotion season and the impact that Casey Palmer, um, Izzy Brown had. Aaron Moy, obviously, um, Danny Ward had, had to that as well. They were really successful kind of loan signings for us, and um, Danny Cowley's shown his well networked through bringing kind of Emil Smith Rowan, and I'd expect more of that kind of this summer. Um, and I think that'll be a kind of a key determinant of of kind of how we fare next season. Um, just to kind of really come, come back on on kind of point about Grant and Mooney. I think for me Mooney had a really good chance on. Once it's a really good chance, it's probably the wrong phrase, but one of the better chances in the game, mm. um, maybe around the 70-minute mark when kind of ball came in and got his head to the end of it, and kind of a real poor header in the end. And I think a uh, Steve Mounier in form, who's perhaps played kind of five or six games up to that point and is 100% fit, makes better contact with that header and potentially kind of draws a good save on the keeper, scores a goal, and they didn't either. So, um, so yeah, hopefully we can get him fit and, and firing and kind of for the rest of the season and potentially next as well messages coming through about uh trying to keep trevor chaloba as well and he was, he's a player who i think i think the vast majority of Huddersfield fans weren't too fussed about uh just before christmas but he's like at ipswich he seems to have turned it around in the, Man of the match for time tonight. In yeah he's, he's done great yeah yeah uh, what about you guys you know he's just turned 21 chelsea always seem to put a strange figure on on these players you know the izzy brown's coming to a certain age as well, whereby he's he's probably going to have to think about what he's going to do. Uh, what, what do you reckon about Trev? Do you bring him back next year on loan? Do you maybe look into the possibility of permanent, uh, or you know, instead of develop, you know, the argument there is, do you want to develop your own players or do you want to develop someone else's? Uh, what do you reckon to Trev? Do you think he's worth bringing back? And if we do bring him back, do you think he fits into that double pivot midfield with with Hoggy there as well? I'd I'd, I'd try and bring him back. I think he's um, I think he's been really solid, and he seems to be. You know, obviously he's been playing right back the last two games, but I think he's done a a, a really good job. Um, if we could get him on a permanent, I think it'd be it'd be great. I I do wonder if Hogs, it could be a season if we did get him next season where you kind of change him and Hog and Hog might slowly play less games. Um, but yeah, I think he's been fantastic, and I think the issue is when we do play um, O'Brien and Hog in that midfield too, like. 
we don't have a lot of height there and obviously it does add, add the height and um the, the presence that i do think we need i i think he's been, i think he's been great you know like say we weren't i don't think everyone was wild about him um at the start but most improved player for me um this this season really in terms i mean obviously o'brien's been fantastic but no one expected that but I think from when we took him at the start in August and where he is now, I think he's, I think he's been a really useful player for us. Oh, you say? Not for me. No, kind of. Um, I uh, he had big shoes to fill. Um, all right, he wasn't signed as Aaron Moy's replacement, but as soon as Aaron Moy departed, kind of um, he was kind of looked to fill that void, and that's kind of perhaps a little bit unfair to him. Um, Aaron Moyes has been an exceptional player, but I've kind of been a little bit disappointed with, with Trev, to be honest. Um, I agree with Brady's point that he's improved as the season has gone on, but I think if you're going to kind of bring in a loan player from one of the Premier League clubs, presumably there'll be a fee or certainly a contribution to his wages associated with that. For that player then not to be able to kind of hold down a starting place in the team, to me, suggests that kind of is not someone that, that perhaps... Um, has a future at Huddersfield Town, so I, I, if it was up to me, I wouldn't bring him back. Do you, uh, sorry, sorry, just because I know Cosy Matt, but do you think he was brought in to replace Moy? Because I, I don't, I don't think he was. I don't. And I don't more of a billing type than me to me than yeah. I, just in that is a DM, you know, that sort of tall DM, you know, sits there in front of the back four and, and plays out. It seemed a bit more, more for that. Yeah. For me. I think maybe the uh, the maybe it's a, a slightly different one. Um, I think that's fair. I think kind of um, tweaks with you anyway. He says no for Trev for him, Simon. So. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Not support, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two of us. Um, <laughs> we, um, yeah, no one was signed really to replace Alan Moy there, and that lies a problem, doesn't it? But um, Kieran Dowell, it. we cast our minds back, and Kieran Dowell was going to be yeah, the, yeah. the Alan Moy replacement, wasn't he? And that just didn't work out. And he's doing quite well at Wigan. He didn't do very well at Derby, did he? But he's doing quite well at Wigan. Mm. Um, at the moment, uh, but he, I think he was the um, the replacement for for Moy, uh, and that just didn't happen for one reason or another. But, but yeah, I, I, I do like it. So, um, a couple of other. Cosy, messages. What's your opinion? Not what Cosy thinks. Sorry. Yeah, I'm with you. I echo what you said. I, to be fair, I think he's got better as the season's gone along. But if you think money's going to be tight and you want to hopefully promote some of your own grown, I, I don't know. It could be one of those where you look back, you might go again on loan someone else next season and. And really shine and that as well. And you know, I'd, I'd, I've been right back. He's uh, let no one down because it's kind of telling, really. Isn't he? I mean, I know, mind you, didn't he? Has he got like a bad illness when he do Harney? I, I kind of read something. That's why he didn't play any on Saturday, and obviously stuck faith through him tonight. But no, it was not a for, flu, wasn't it? That that he got COVID tested and it wasn't COVID. Yeah, so I think he, I think it was nasty a flu, what yeah. he had. But yeah, no, not for me. Uh, I just the creativity is the big thing. I mean, Smith Rowe. He's our best player by a country mile. Yeah, um, Pete Collins thinks he's Aaron Moy with pace, and there's, oh. there's, <laughs> he is good. And I do feel sorry for him a little bit, Cos, as well, because he gets into these good areas and and puts balls through. And then some people aren't always quite on the same page as him, and oh. it kind of breaks down a little bit. And he he kind of comes away thinking. The thing well, I love about him, Matt, because you get these weird camera angles we I follow. I've noticed that they're yeah. not like your normal stuff, but it, when it shows me through. His first thought is to run direct, and not not like an headless chicken. Get the ball and yeah. cause some problems. The one today where they kind of got absolutely mullered for the guy with the yellow card, 
And he just comes back for more. I absolutely love the guy. And mm-hmm. God, I, I put a tweet out last, after the Birmingham game. How could he won? He got 1,108. There were Arsenal fans going nuts. They were like saying, is he that good? This, that, and the other. So I hope I haven't talked him up too much because obviously a big step up to Premier League. But wow, this guy is just anything anything good about Huddersfield Town in the final third. And mm-hmm. this is the, he is the man. He's such, it just shows, doesn't it, that we had an £11 million player coming on that just made it look... It were like swapping a, a Robin Reliant on it for a Porsche or other way around, wasn't it, really? Nothing uh, nothing that he kind of gives. But, yeah, I wonder where he'll end up next season. It, obviously, I can't see it being with us, but what a player. It'd be, it'd be nice, Robert, wouldn't it, if he did end up with us? Uh, yeah, I think he's he's destined for the Premier League, either with Arsenal or... He didn't want to come off the now, did he? He didn't want to come off. No. He no. seems to be loving it as well. That's the other great thing about him. He's, he's bought into to what we're doing, isn't he? He's... He's bought in. He seems to get on great with everybody. You see him laughing and joking with everyone, and you don't get any sort of feeling that he thinks he's better than than where he's at. You know, he's, he seems quite happy with what he's doing. But I'd be very surprised if we did see him next season. He's, he's again like Aaron Moy. It's going to be you know big shoes to fill, isn't it, for it's next year? Credit to him, and all Matt for coming because let's be honest, he's a, he's a Southern boy, London boy. Huddersfield mm. in January or what have you? It's beautiful. Bottom, of the, bottom of the league, Danny Cowley. It's sadly a sexy move, wasn't it? But the guy, you know, probably the first time he's moved away from London and what have you, it would have been so easy to say, no, I'm, I'm happy to sit, you know, playing for Arsenal Academy or what have you, or even getting a, you know, a loan move, you know, down London. But he didn't. And that's what impressed yeah. me. It's like, come up and he really, I'm going to be so sad to see him disappear, really. I just hope we can get a bit more magic out there. I'm sure we will in the next few games because just giving the ball, that is all you need to do, man. He can create. Yeah, I think if he could have any player ne- back next season, you, you would have him. I think he's, well, I don't know about you guys, but I think if we had him at the start of the season, I don't think we'd be anywhere near the relegation zone. Um, I think he's that. he makes that much of a difference. He's definitely in the Prem next season, uh, whether that's with Arsenal or like a another loaner and like a, a lower table club. Uh, but yeah, he's absolute quality. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm pleased because I, I thought it was going to be great. And um yeah, you know, to toot my own horn. Looks like <laughs> how many pots are up for grabs next year, guys? Can we do a quick one to eleven? So goalkeeper, obviously one. Right back, obviously one. Left back, Toffler was sorted, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Kind of centre backs. I think Schindler. I, I I don't think Schindler will be here next year. I just feel it's just a gut feel, you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. There's a gut feel. Mm. Uh, but we've got Stearman, Elphick yeah, and yeah. Romani Edmonds-Green. Romani, Romani Edmonds-Green, I can't even say his name. Romani Edmonds-Green will probably come in and fill that void that Stankovic is leaving. And, mm. you know, 12 months ago, he was on loan at Brighouse Town. So fair play to, to him. He's stepped up and he's gone out this year, hasn't he, a couple of times. And he's ended up at Swindon and they've thought quite a lot of him. So that's one to watch. I think he, he looks quite exciting, uh, Edmonds-Green. So that looks okay, okay I'll, mate. I'll, I'll I'll say, before you go further, mate, I've got mate. one for you. Number one, would you have Ryan Schofield? I don't know enough about how he's kind of... I'm just laughing that Pete Collins yeah. says ESR loves the sights of Dewsbury. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm always one for a bit of an experienced keeper, me. You know, I know that people can throw names that he's done the job youth, but I just, I like to see kind of a bit of an older guard coming in personally. But then... I, I, think, I think I agree. Um and then maybe kind of Schofield on the bench, assuming obviously Lossell goes back, Coleman's released. And the only thing then is that if, if Schofield becomes number two, it's then very difficult for a number two goalkeeper to to develop. 
Uh, we've probably seen that with Coleman to an extent. We kind of you get confined to the bench and, mm, and kind of where did your career go? So that's kind of a bit of a a thought to the future. But um, sorry, mate, you got to no, hours left back. I'll let you continue. No, cheers, man. So O'Brien, <laughs> I, I were worried about losing him, but I think he's kind of dipped. Sheffield uh, Chef, uh, United were very interested from yeah. something I heard. Yeah, but you still I, my gut feel again. Still feel he'll be around, kind of start of next season, which is really good. Obviously, Sai, I'm kind of j- jumping on your shoes, so I think we're going to need to replace, you know, Shalabar, obviously Hogg, stays, but... You're not keeping Andy King? Oh, it's a tough one, isn't it? I've done all right, sort of last 50... For me, I thought he played mm. quite well last 15, 20 minutes tonight. Uh, before that, he was okay, but... You could get him on a free, I suppose, couldn't you? And I don't think yeah, he's out of contract, he's available for nothing. There's some, uh, <laughs> is he a good squad know. player? Yeah. There's, there's Andy King there, yeah. Kachunga's probably not going to be. I mean, Callan Grant's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, let's Danny, Bell, Danny Bell's just reminding us Ben Hamer's back next year. <laughs> so, oh, we've, we've still got M. Benza, though, dear Cap, haven't we? Still in the books. Yeah, and Congolo. The... You've got to remember that. And Sobby. Oh, yeah. Sobby, yeah. There's a video going around with dear Cap, his latest touch as well, isn't there, online? Yeah. And he's, he's going to be hard to shift in the summer, I think. I wonder what his team. And, and then, obviously, throw the, the unknowns with the window and, you know, how many people are going to be able to pay X and Y? It's just a, it's really up in the air, isn't it? And I think it, it, the key there, Si, I mean, Leeds are probably going to go up, but two of their best players are lone players, you know. Yeah, and then obviously the rules kind of change. Don't yeah. when, you, when you go up, you can go from having five loanies to, to two. And, uh, our best players are lone players. Our best players are lone players. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting today. Leeds have kind of spent sixteen million pounds on held held the cost of presumably a, an obligation to buy rather than a kind of decision to buy. And were they not to get promoted now, that could kind of come back to bite them quite. I a think bit. it just shows our side, doesn't it? That you know, people are. I keep hearing it. Oh, Phil, get your money out. This, that, another. We had the money out for Pritchard. We had the money out for Mbenza. We had the money out for Diakabe. And what did that get us? Money don't mean anything. It means we just want quality, hungry young players. But I think, like you've just mentioned there, guys, like. Everyone's after the, these lone players, these starlets and stuff, and it's going to be, you, you just need a two or three of them, don't you? I mean, obviously, Moy were a, a lone player for us and brilliant. I was not a young guy, but it's, that, that is the key for it all. But can we get anyone from our, you know, Edmunds Green, can he come in next season? Can, can we get anyone out of our academy, you know, to come up? That, this is the key. I was having a chat with um, some of my, uh, my fellow, uh, my mates who are town fans. And we were kind of wondering if, obviously, we've talked about it before on the pod, there's going to be a lot of free agents. But I wonder if we, again, loan signings, I agree with you, signing Cosy, I think, I think they'll be important. And we could, you know, pick up, there's a lot of young Premier League uh, uh, youngsters in the side that so we could pick up. But I do wonder if we might, um, obviously, we picked up Toffolo, kind of pinched him from, from Lincoln. I wonder if we'll kind of look for uh, up and coming players in like League One and League Two. Um, obviously, we tried that with Reese Brown um, and Karoma, but I wonder if that might be our model, you know, because we've, we've never really been a team that kind of poaches, you know, younger players from diff- different leagues. What about that Akin Fenwa guy that last night? He looked quite good. How's <laughs> he still going? He must be about... He's shifted that, not he? His um, energy is unbelievable and enthusiasm. We, we need that energy and enthusiasm, but obviously, you know, maybe a better level. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't know. It'd be interesting. I mean, sorry, going back to the keeper. Um, I, I I agree with you, Cosy. Uh, I think we need to pick up an experienced keeper, and we need someone for a couple of years. I'd I'd probably send Schofield out to on loan to like League One 
or League Two because I think I think he's I think he could he probably will be Town's number one if it, you know given how much he talks about him. But I do think he needs you know it didn't really work out for him at Livingston. I think he kind of needs to get game time, and I don't think he would be first choice. Um, but like we say, unlucky with an injury at Livingston, wasn't he? And then Livingston yeah. had to go and re- did what we did with Grabara essentially, where they had to replace him with someone from Rangers. But um, but yeah, so there's a few coming through saying uh, Grant will probably be sold in the summer. Cause will it be a, a sad, a sad day in the Cosmala house if that happens? Well, it's weird how things change, isn't it? Because I just obviously Grant Grant until about February time. Well, to be fair, before the lockdown, really. But I'm not sure. It depends what we can get. You, you always want to keep your, your leading strikers, but I just, I don't know. I think if a decent bid came in now, I'd be kind of okay, but it, it depends who you can get, really. Just, uh, he hadn't fired as he since, I mean, I know he's got the goals, uh, you know, Birmingham, but it's a missed penalty, but I, I don't know. It's, I'm a fan, but it wouldn't be like kind of post-Christmas or post-COVID grant to me, so... No, depends. Maybe you could do a deal or something like that. Would you keep him, Matt? It's, it's a catch-22, isn't it? Because you, you, you're trying is to replace... To, is he good enough, though? That's a better question. Is he good enough to cut it for a top-six championship or, I suppose, Premier, maybe? Goal, sco- goal scorers will always carry that premium, won't they? He scores, the guy scores goals. He's a, he's a Premier League finisher. Uh, the rest of his game... It depends how I think very much how you set up to get the best out of him. Putting him in, putting him on the left for us, you know, allows us to work to try and get him into good positions, you know, to to get the ball out of his feet and to to do what he does best, and 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 it works. Uh, two up front, you know, there's you look at Sheffield United maybe in the Premier League and Bournemouth are struggling a little bit, but you look at some of those sides and you think, well, they play, you know, they play a striker and, and another striker pushed a little bit higher at times. Maybe he could go and you know play for a club whereby. They play with you know more than one attacking option, you know, so he's not having to play with his back to goal. And I think it's very much a case of styles for Carl and Grant. If you if you're banging the ball up to him and, and making him face his own goal, the guy the guy doesn't want to do that. He, he won't he won't do the work. He can't do the work. But if you if you're playing it through into channels for him, it can be deadly, you know. So again, I think it's he's a niche player. I think is Carl and Grant for a lot of clubs. I don't think everybody would take him for the money, but I think mm-hmm. some certainly would. And I think it's very much a case of getting the right club or, or, or the right club coming in and offering the right money. And again, I'm going, I'm going to be really boring and say it goes back to the, you know, the post COVID era, if you like, and, and how many clubs have got the money for him. Cause you can't buy him to play up front in a four, two, three, one at this moment in time. I think he's, um, we've talked about it, Matt. I, I do agree with you there. Um, I, I, I don't think we, by no means the finished article. And I, I don't want to, um, no, he's 22 and he's, to be honest, 22. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, and I don't want to give him a lot of sick because he's, he's been brilliant for us this season. But We'd probably go down I, without him. I think that's fair yeah, to say. Yeah, we'd, we'd be down, yeah. 100%. But I, I don't think he actually offers much if he doesn't score. I know that sounds a, a crazy thing to say and maybe I'm more influenced by recent games. But There's a lot of strikers you could say that about in the past, I think, to be fair. Yeah. Gary Lineker, I think, is a, a classic example. But Yeah, I, but yeah, I, I know I, what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, it doesn't really tend to. Well, certainly in these last games, I think he's quite. Um, I mean, he's quite greedy. But to be fair, I think um, there's not a lot going. So I'd rather him shoot than someone else. But I think it's quite obvious. Like I don't know about you, the, the chance in the game earlier, like it kept. It was so obvious what he was going to do, which was cut inside, cut inside, and he, he did it like three times. And Redden just managed to to clear it away. 
and the instant, but yeah. Yeah, um, I think um, yeah, he, he's been brilliant, and I don't want to criticize him. And but I, if we got if we got you know there was talk, what was it, fifteen twenty million before all COVID? Mm-hmm. Obviously, we don't know what would happen now, but I think if we, I'd probably take that if we could make the squad better. Because we need a big overhaul. Because um, yeah, it's well as, as yeah. we know, the season, it's not been good enough. Mm. Um, wait for the uh, the f- barrage of comments to come. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's there's I think I think there's there's none really come through about about that so much. Uh, one of them, Thomas Halliwell, says, "What would you do with Fraser Campbell next season?" That's come through, and uh, and Ashley Hitchin mentions Joe Lolly was signed from the the lower leagues, but never really. Got a chance, I but I, I think that was more due to, to injury, really. Than I think I keep Campbell. To be honest, Matt, I just no. think you know he's a good guy. I think this is what where Odysseal Town are at the moment. I just mm. if we were really going for promotion and what have you, I think I'd be probably ruthless and say no. But Odysseal boy is probably a good guy to have around the camp, and if maybe we could bring in a young striker that he could nurture and you know train and kind of bring through with his experience, maybe. I think it's probably worth the. I mean, I don't know what his wages, obviously, but I think it's worth keeping personally. And I, and I don't think there'll be many clubs queuing to take. What would be interesting is seeing. Um, sorry, Cos. I think what would be interesting is seeing how Campbell is after a full pre season. I think that would be. Mm. I think, you know, I think injuries may and, and that lack of pre season maybe caught up with him this season a bit. Um, so, Matt, what's a full pre season for this next season? We ain't going to be going away to Austria yeah. or what have okay. Messages again saying Grant will be there in the summer. Will, will he be there in the summer? Probably a good chance to uh, to end the podcast. I think that was petering out quite quite naturally. Um, so uh, thanks for everybody who's. There's a team. That is dear to its followers The colours are bright blue and white They're a team of renown They're the pride of the town And the game of football is their delight And all the while Upon the field of play, thousands loudly cheer. Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via muck delivery afterwards. Three points, nut nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.